0: Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. I'm a little sad. You're sad? A little bit. Why? Well, one of our episodes got flagged for oh. copyright infringement. Oh, right. Because <laughs> here's what I like to do. Because I do all the piecing together, editing of this show and all that stuff. So way back in the day, I was like, you know what I'm going to do is just put songs i really like at the beginning either mm-hmm. like new stuff i think people should hear or just like shit i really like mm-hmm. so far so good everything it's been going great and i've been a lot of other podcasts do it and they're like i've never been busted whatever i'll just keep going so the other day i got an email that was like hey you can't do that <laughs> who sent you the email it was it was SoundCloud. oh and the, i mean they d- i guess it happens but like so this episode right now, as you guys are listening to it, that's why there was no intro music. It just right. started with the, with the podcast. So here's the deal: from here on out, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to post because some of you guys send me like stuff that's like, yeah. "Hey, thanks
1: for introducing me to so-and-so. I think we have to talk about it if you put a song in something. That's the rule. I don't know that. I'll that's find the this rule. out. I, but I'll find out because I've heard that that. You can, you can use it. You can have a song be like this. Is, you, if you discuss it, then it's different. Well, if it's like I've heard if
0: there's if it's journalistic, you're allowed to do it. If, it okay. if it's a parody. But those lines are so fine. Yeah. If you just get an email from them saying that and they take it down, you'd have to literally like prove it and right. do all this shit. True. So. So what we're doing is we're going to try and f- we're going to find someone who may be able to record a theme song for us. Right. We are talking to him now. And so we might have a theme song for you, but if not, um, we need a theme song.
1: So, people.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think if anyone is like,
1: if you're a musician. If you've got hot licks or dope riffs, um, you want a shred. Yeah. And here's what we want take out your fretless Rickenbacker and rip. <laughs>
0: right. We, obvi- if you listen to the show, we like rock and roll. Yeah. We like that kind of. So, like. Something like that. If you're in a band or like, if you just like a ridiculous guitar solo, <laughs> yeah, just some crazy guitar solo <laughs> just with go like a couple of yells, yeah, yeah, like, whatever. Get it. Um, and we're not looking for anything longer than like a minute, right? So if you if you're a musician, you like the show and you want to give back, yeah, <laughs> um, send me something. Contact at nickyusef dot com. Uh, send me something cool. We may use it. We, we may fucking find two or three that we like. And kind of cycle them and Alternate them, yeah. Yeah. And as far as, like, you don't have to record a full song, obviously. But, like, if you do... It it doesn't have to be about the podcast. You don't have to mention things. Just something fucking fun and cool. Yeah, just rip. Um, Yeah, so so we can have something. Because, you know, the days of me posting songs I like from other artists are... are, I think they're coming to an end. Seems to be. Yeah. Um, As far as plugs go, I don't have anything. I'm off the road for, like, the next month. I at just at the store this weekend. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I be yeah, I'll be. So, yeah. If you're yeah. if you're in LA and you want to come see me and Kevin, comedy store. Um, I don't know where else, but. So that was a brief plug
1: section. Comedy store has been hot lately. Yeah, there's very been, fun
0: lately. There's been uh, there's been sold out nights yep, a lot, a lot. So if if you're kind of wishy washy on going, figure it out sooner than later. You know, don't, don't do it last minute because the shows are selling out and they're turning people away. It's so weird. It's really bizarre to walk by the cover booth and they're like, I'm sorry, we're sold out. You're going to have to wait. Yeah. And people are like, I what? It's <laughs> really weird to see that. Yeah, it's cool. But it's cool. Yeah. Um, so this episode I'm actually, I'm actually excited
1: about because so we get to nerd out. I, d- I mean, I started writing them down and I, my list got long quick. Wow, no way. The first a company I can think about coveting really hard was a company called Bolt. What's that? It was just a lightning bolt. Okay. It was. They said bolt on them. Every shirt just had a bolt. It said bolt, and then it had a lightning bolt in the middle. And for some reason, as a kid, they were baseball shirts. So the one I had was white, and it had yellow sleeves. It said bolt in like red and black, and then it had a lightning bolt. And I think par- maybe I'd seen that flash. Uh, what's a uh, Flash Gordon movie? Yeah. So that lightning bolt had like stuck in my head. And a lightning bolt was one of the first things I could figure out how to draw that looked cool. They do. Lightning bolts do look cool. Yeah. And the, oh, you
0: always relate them to mythology. Like yeah. Zeus had a fucking lightning bolt and he tore shit up with it. No one yeah. fucked with Zeus.
1: And it was one of the first things I learned how to draw that I could make 3D. Yeah. So I could put like the little three dimensional lines on the lightning bolt. And mm. that was so there was a company called Bolt. That was the, and I think I had like three of them because they were, they had, they sold them at Miller's Outpost. Yeah, in Locker's. <laughs> <laughs> Miller's Outpost. Later, so Anchor Anchor Blue is what they became. Yeah. And now so that's dying. that was the that was the first. That was probably the first bit of like you I know. Look that up. Material. I think Bolt still exists. I think there's still a company. Guaranteed, you can find someone selling one on eBay. Yeah, and and that was like the first like oh that's cool. The only thing I can remember before that was maybe. When I was really into break dancing uh-huh. when I was little. And, and so I, I wanted like sh- pumas. Like I wanted suede pumas with fat laces. So one, some store in, in, La- in like not far from where we lived uh-huh. sold like puma shirts. Okay. So I would get these long sleeve puma shirts that said puma and like super 80 y like splash graphics. Yeah. And then they'd have like they'd say puma on the long sleeves. And I thought that was like about as cool as you could get. That's fun. Because it matched my Puma sneakers that I wanted so bad. Because I saw Beat Street movie. Beat Street was a breakdancing movie that blew my mind. And I immediately started trying to dress like a breakdancer. And that's one of the first things I... You also learned how to breakdance. Yeah. And that was one (laughs) of the first things I... There was a mural in Beach Street that I used to copy over and over and over and over and over over again. Right. On a subway. What what grade was this? Were you. I was. I was was like five, six. I was pretty young. Getting t shirts when you were five? You're like, well, I I mean, (laughs) I probably. I mean, I wanted the shoe. I I don't know. I, I might be getting the age wrong. Yeah, five is like you're. I probably was more like eight. You're entering kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. There's no way that was happening. I must have been like eight (laughs) or nine. I don't know. Yeah, I must have been like eight or nine or something like that.
0: The first shirt I could remember liking, and I was maybe eight, nine, ten, something like that. Actually, no, eight, nine, ten. I remember the first shirt. I don't know if I've told this on the fucking podcast before. But, like, they were those Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian Devil shirts. Fuck, yeah. Where they dress like gangsters. Fuck, yeah. On the front side, it was them, you know, looking at you like, what's up, bitch? Yeah. And on the back side, it was the back of them. And you're like, (laughs) this has (laughs) never been done before. You know, it probably had, but we were nine and ten. We're like, these are the coolest and they're fucking Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian. And they're dressed as thugs. And it was around the time, you know, gangster rap and all that. So just no two things could have been cooler. The, ki- the cartoons you're watching as a kid yeah. and all the fucking hardcore rap, you know, thug lifestyle things come together. Yeah. I wanted one more than anything in the world. And I realized that my life would end if I didn't get one. So, you know, did you get one? Typical eight, nine, ten year old bullshit, yeah. right? So I hadn't gotten one. And I mean, when I was a kid, the clothes we wore were like Kmart and like pay less and right. that kind of shit and then you know it was we didn't get nice stuff mm-hmm. so everyone around me was getting one it was almost just like there wasn't a kid the teacher had one like it was like everybody <laughs> had one the teacher's like i got one of those at home you know so i'm like this is fucked up dude I'm, i want one but like at the time i think i asked my mom and dad and they're like no those are like 20 whatever dollars like they were expensive shirts yeah and they're like kmart sells whatever shirts for three dollars or whatever Mm -hmm. that's you're wearing that you have shirts wear them for the rest of the school year this conversation's over so one day we're walking around like a swap meet or something not one of the cool swap meets like rose bowl where they sell cool vintage shit but one of those where you're like no english speaking people go here to buy like you know shitty groceries and just bullshit yeah we would go to those and then we're walking around and there was like this little fucking tent thing set up that was selling clothing and on the rack right out front was a Bugs Bunny and yeah. Tasmanian Devil gangster shirt. And I'm like, dude, this is it. And I, I go look at the price and it was like $5 or some shit. And I was like, this is like a message from God. Like I'm supposed to have this. I run over to my mom. I'm like, remember that shirt that I wanted and it costs all this money? It's here for like $5 please, 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 please. Like 50 million pleases. And then she finally goes, okay. All right. That's, that's doable. This will be like a little treat for you. can have that. So I get it. And I couldn't have been happier. I was like, this is it, dude. I'm going to wear this to school. And everyone's going to go, welcome to the club. Fuck. Yeah. Let's go make fun of the guy that doesn't have one. You know? So I wear it within, I think an hour of being at school. Some kid looks at it and goes, that's a knockoff shirt. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, because I was blinded by excitement. Yeah. So I didn't even, I also didn't know what a knockoff was. Yeah. Like, there's no concept of that when you're a kid. You just see things and you're like, "I that's cool. I like it. So the kid points out, he goes, see, the earring on the front um, is gold. Like, Bugs had a fucking, his ear was pierced. Right. On the back, the earring was like blue or red. Yeah. Huh. And I was, and then you know, that's when I learned about knockoffs. Like they, they would change two or three things to like maybe legally get away with making them. But I'm sure yeah. at a SWAT meet or whatever, it's like who's gonna find you and stop you. But so the coolest shirt I thought I could ever have that I thought I finally got ended up being a knockoff, and just no, no respect. People made fun of me.
1: And now, if you had the knockoff, it's worth more than the real one. Maybe, yeah. No, although that's what like all those. Simpsons knockoff shirts from the '90s are heavily traded on eBay. Oh, like the Black Bart. Yeah, all that, that yeah. shit, and that it's it's so popular that now companies are making new versions of those bootleg shirts. That's hilarious. Like tons and tons of like hipster streetwear companies are making Black Bart parody shirts of the original parody That's shirts. Funny. All the Iraq War ones, like those are the ones that are like, yeah, those they're super desirable that's funny but yeah as a kid it's like you gotta have no one knew
0: about that stuff so it yeah. was like that's the new Air Jordan or that's the new Reebok pump that's the coolest shirt in the world that has bugs on it you gotta get it and then it just takes some fucking asshole kid <laughs> who has the real one to go hey yours isn't real man because yeah. mine doesn't have that yours has that and then your life falls apart <laughs> as a 10-year-old's life would fall apart over something that's stupid
1: <laughs> the uh, another the next cool shirt i could remember my ma i don't remember where i came from i don't remember we, we might have been one of those things we got like we got on a vacation yeah but miami vice was really popular oh yeah and i got a shirt that it said miami mice and there were mice dressed as Don Johnson. And they were like standing in now. front of like a corvette. <laughs> and I thought it was, A, the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. And the coolest shirt. Because I was like, look, someone, how did you even figure out how to draw a, mu- a mouse dressed as Don Johnson? Uh-huh. And they gave him like Don Johnson's hair. I was like, this is so insanely clever. And br- this is, this is a work of art. Should be in a fucking museum Yeah And it got me so much attention Because it was funny Like I was like This is the greatest moment of my life Yeah I wore that thing for like two years I was so fucking proud of it God don't you wish you still had it I think think it's available It's one of those shirts you can buy At like one of those t-shirt huts at Venice Beach It was like one of those Okay yeah Which is where also you could get like the bootleg Looney Tunes stuff right there are those t-shirt huts i don't know where they started but it's where you can get the uh uh, i'm the boss duck shirt oh yeah which a classic that's a classic one it's where you can get all those kind of like beach bum shirts yeah like the shirt that has like a butt on the back right (laughs) and they're dirt like dude the i'm the boss duck shirt is five dollars like right now still yeah i went and i was like oh i should buy i bought like three of them a few years ago and i was like why did i do this
0: you bought like a couple of them a year ago, even, and because you gave me one, you are like, hey, okay. I "Was up it a only a year ago?" It's something. Yeah, it was not. Here is why I remember because you gave it to me and I wore it, and I was like, "You know what? This thing actually doesn't fit me properly." No. And then I took it to Buffalo Exchange with a bunch of old clothes, and you know they bought it. They were like, "Because the girl behind the counter had never seen it before." Oh, and I was really? like, You must not have lived in LA <laughs> yeah. a while. Because like these are yeah. So she looks and she goes, "This is super cool. We're totally going to take this." Throws it in a pile. Three weeks later, I'm at the comedy store and Jamar Neighbors walks by with a crisp, clean, brand new on brand new, I'm I'm the boss. boss, And I'm like, I'm like, dude, cool shirt. He's like, yeah, thanks, man. I just got it at Buffalo Exchange. I'm like, wait, which one? <laughs> He's like, the one over on La Brea. I'm like, that you're wearing a shirt I sold at Buffalo. That's my shirt. He's like, you're going to be kidding me. I'm like... Dude, unless they have a bunch, but the girl had never seen a shirt like that. How much did he pay for it? I think maybe 10. I don't I don't he know. You
1: paid more than it is retail new.
0: Maybe 10. I'm just I'm kind of just throwing that. It was no probably nowhere near 20. But yeah, we just kind of laughed at that. It, like you think you'd never see the shirt you sold again to like I a, bought
1: those I bought those at the farmers market at the grove. Yeah, yeah. I see it, yeah, I've seen them there a bunch. I almost positive they're 5 bucks and I was like, yeah. I guess I'll just get 3 yeah it was so it's just a
0: weird thing i'm like there's no way it was the same buffalo same one it had to be the same shirt and then he's like well thanks for the shirt dude we walked i
1: really would love to like trace where that shirt came from like who did the i'm the boss design yeah it's such a a weird sassy duck in a hat yeah i mean it's clear like a donald duck ripoff oh yeah obviously yeah i love that thing though the hundreds did like a parody version of it. Really, a few years ago, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's a cool shirt. This, I mean,
1: sometimes tourist
0: shirts just nail it in a yeah. weird ironic way. They or, get it perfectly right, or or they're like they're going to rip. Their their aim is to rip someone off, but like it's just corny enough to be cool. Yeah, you're like, oh, you guys just didn't get it. You didn't figure <laughs> it out, but like it it worked in yeah. a weird way.
1: The worst. I mean, it's weird to me. A lot of those like bad shirts. If they just stayed the same, they'd almost be better, but it's right. when they try to update. You're like, ah, you're, it's like, I, I remember I used to buy these like kind of old man style shirts at Sears, like short sleeve button downs uh-huh. that were like clearly had been designed in the sixties and seventies. They were just straight and half polyester and cheap. And I loved them. And then one day they just weren't there anymore. They're like, oh, here's the new version of those with like by the same company. And they were just, they were awful yeah they were trying to modernize it. yeah and and you're like, like no
0: you're jc penny you, yeah, you don't do just that. left it alone it's like ll L. bean yeah just on their own you're like yeah you guys make cool authentic shit but if they ever tried to be like we're gonna get fucking dope as shit now yeah. they'd ruin it because it's like there's probably a boardroom of like 55 year old dudes with white hair and fucking polo
1: shirts trying yeah. to figure it out yeah no, just leave it alone. Yeah, I know. Just keep making the same thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Let
1: us find you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Miami mice blew my mind. Yeah, that's
0: a great one. I'd like to find one of those. I Fucking love that. I one. think after that, because I, I mean, what, what, what was what you thought was cool was just what was being worn in school all over the place. Yeah, and there would be like these, like trends that would start and then it would just fucking be everywhere so like no fear yeah when that started dude woof that took public schools at least in southern california i'm sure in most places by fucking storm yeah i mean you couldn't turn around without like some kid wearing I mean, No Fear in giant letters just emblazoned on his fucking chest like, I'm the fucking man, bro. Was Bad Boy Club before No Fear? Possibly, because I'm not too familiar with that.
1: I think it was. Bad Boy Club to me was like the kind of predecessor of No Fear. Cause the the, uh, the the logo was like a a guy with a crew cut flexing. <laughs>
0: oh, with sunglasses, right? With sunglasses, yeah, yeah, I, I think. That.
1: Yeah, I remember that. But it was the, you're like, I remember as being around, I mean, I wasn't super young when that happened. I was 12, 13 or something. Uh-huh. And just being like, well, that's stupid. And then it being, and then when no fear happened, I remember being like, well, now I, I'm positive that's stupid. Yeah, it was, I mean, you, maybe for a couple of years, it yeah.
0: couldn't have been... Well the
1: stickers thing. too on the on trucks. Oh yeah. If there was an F one fifty driving around. The Toyota yeah, Toyotas and F one fifties had no fear stickers on the regular. Yeah, it's
0: almost like they came with it was an option. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Would you like air conditioning yeah. and power windows? Uh no fear sticker. No throw fear one of those on. Yeah, it
1: would just be there. Yeah.
0: you know what they should have done if the company was around long enough? They probably would have. A no fear edition Ford F one fifty i'm serious because <laughs> yeah. there's an eddie bauer edition yeah there's a harley davidson edition and that company was so tied into that like yeah like uh dirt biking bmx kind of motocross whatever culture and if you had those bikes it's like someone in your family had a truck because that's how you carry that shit around yeah a no fear edition f-150 would have been the shit
1: i'm surprised there, there wasn't like a tap out edition truck or like that me- that metal militia motorcycle, yeah, yeah. like I could see them doing an addition of a truck because you got to put the bikes in a truck, yeah, yeah, that would have made sense too,
0: now, the coolest part when we were kids of no fear was like there'd be the basic no fear shirt where just would say no fear, or maybe those like eyes yeah you know, that were, <laughs> <it> were like <laughs> the they were, eyes they were like looking angry, yeah and like, angry Don't fuck eyes, with me. yeah, but there would be these like inspirational or like go get messages like. Bottom of the ninth, down by three, bases loaded, full count, two outs, no fear. Yeah. <laughs> like shit like that. Yeah. And you'd get all excited about sports and you'd want to go play baseball. <laughs> and there's an uh, fear is in the eye of the beholder. Don't let it be you. No fear. Doesn't I don't even know if that makes sense. That kind of shit. Life's too short. It's just that you're dead. Wait, life's not too short. It's just that you're dead for so long. That must have been a later one. I don't remember that. <laughs> second place is the first loser oh god there were a lot absolutely positively most definitely without a doubt no fear <laughs> and then below that in parentheses not even a little bit
1: uh, <laughs>
0: that's the kind of stuff that gets 13 year olds so pumped yeah about like when, when you would see that on a shirt or you put that shirt on you're like i'm gonna learn how to dunk today
1: that's some shit yeah, that, really like, <laughs> high school sports latched on to so hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were fucking everywhere.
0: I think I had – now, I don't remember. I'd have to actually find it, but I'm not going to sit here and scroll. Um, but I had one or two, and I think I had a basketball one because that was the sport I liked when right. I was younger. But And then I had one that just had, like, no fear and huge letters and, <laughs> and it looked like it was on fire or whatever the fuck, but – but yeah, those were the fucking coolest shirts. And then they just like, van- either they
1: vanished or we got older and stopped paying attention to them and then they disappeared. Well, I remember there being like religious takes on them. So oh, then really? there was like the Christian versions of them. And I think after that, smart companies just fold. Like if whoever ran No Fear was probably either a, a company on its own yeah. or a subsidiary. As soon as they see, if you're smart about trend spotting, mm-hmm. as soon as you see your market share dip, you just call it a day or you sell it. Yeah, you sell it to a bigger company. Yeah, because you know your time is limited. Like, you just get the fuck out immediately. Because there's no, once something stops being cool, it's just a trend. It was started by three dudes. Mark Simo,
0: Brian Simo, or Simo, whatever, and Marty Moats. Huh. They also did No Fear Energy drinks. Yeah. Joint joint thing with Pepsi. Oh, that was... Well, they lasted until 2011. They filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. 450 people employed. Wow. That is insane. That's a lot. You think their Wikipedia page would be way longer. It's like... I mean, there's barely anything here. Yeah. Because in my head they were like the biggest thing in the world in the mid '90s.
1: You have to also remember, you and I shopped at one store. Yeah, yeah. We in went Locker to Miller, Center. There was knows. one store. So, like, that's you know, the next T-shirt or company that I coveted super hard was Town and Country Surf, yeah. which was at they sold it at Miller's Outpost. Yeah, I grew- Town and Country <laughs> has a yin yang symbol as a logo. It's T uh. TNC. I gravitated towards them because of the the illustrations. Mm-hmm. They had this character that was a gorilla. They had a guy I named Joe that, yeah. Cool. The guy who drew it all was this dude. I follow him on Instagram. His name's Steve Nazar, N-A-Z-A-R. His Instagram is Steve Nazar. Steve, hold on, or his now. Instagram's Nazar Steve, N-A-Z-A-R, S-T-E-V-E, and he was the dude who drew all the TNC fucking illustrations. And the thing I was I was thinking about this today. Wow. The reason I think I was so geeked. On t-shirt design uh-huh. is because I would I was always looking for things to copy drawing wise, and so when I look at a t-shirt design, I couldn't figure out how they did it because it was always so perfected, right? You know, like the because the way it was printed, it's always super flat and super clean and like perfect. Yeah. So I would look at it and I'd just be like, I don't know how you do that. Right. Like, how do you get it to look so perfect? How do you get it to look so clean? How does it? How's the color so flat? Because as a kid, all I had was like, you know. Those shitty markers or whatever, those Crayola markers, and you couldn't make anything look sweet. Like, uh, everything looked blotchy, and you'd get, if you colored over the same area twice, it made one tiny part of it darker. Darker It drove me fucking insane. (laughs) Like, it drove me nuts. Like, I I literally was just like, I don't want to use these. Like, I couldn't, I just couldn't get anything to do. What I wanted to do because I hadn't learned
0: how. God, that TNC surf yin yang thing, like just looking at a picture of it right now. Yeah. Just transports me back yeah. to the fucking. I had the
1: stickers, and the thing is, they had the stickers of the Damn. designs too. So I had some of the gorilla stickers and yeah. the Joe Cool stickers because he had a surfboard. And like, that's how I started to learn how to like draw muscles right. and feet. But like, you would just look at this art, like, the screen printed art to me. Was so attractive because I just couldn't figure out how they did it because it was so perfected. And I was like, "How do you, how does a person draw that perfect?" Yeah, just fucking blew me away. And I had lots of them. I probably had like four, which you know, for a kid was a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, and and I, for some reason my parents were okay buying them. They mustn't have been that expensive. And I think they were. You know, it was so funny because like nobody surfed. We lived in the. You know, we live we we live against the mountain. In La Crescenta, like, no, I didn't know anyone who surfed. Really? No. I knew a bunch. Everyone dressed like they surfed, but no, I didn't know anyone who actually surfed at a beach. Oh, wow. I mean, the beach was not that far. From well, I didn't, dude. I mean, we skated, and that was it. Oh, I mean, most people. <coughs> and that, oh, a lot there was of the a, people that skated, eventually. See, everyone I knew only skated, and that was like the first TNC shirt I remember loving was a, there was a caveman <laughs> yeah. skating, and he had like a, a, a skateboard made of rocks. Like, he was like skateboarding on a caveman rock skateboard. And I just was like, to me, first of all, I was like, how did you fucking, how did you learn how to draw rocks, dude? Like, what the, how'd you make a skateboard out of rocks? Like, the whole thing was just like, the level of drawing this guy, Steve Nazar, was doing was so cool to me. Yeah. But it was like, it was simple enough to where I could copy it as a kid. I couldn't draw as well, but it was complex enough to where it still blew me away how cool it was. And the fact that they were, the composition, some of the shirts had, like, all the characters in them. Uh. There'd be, like, all of them surfing at once or all of them on a beach. I'd be like, dude, how do you draw, so, do you draw more than one person at once? <laughs> like, as a kid, you draw one person on a page and then you get tired or it's too hard. You don't know where to put other people. Or at least that's what I did. So, like, having a composition with all these things in it, I was like, dude, that's insane. Yeah. And I just couldn't figure out how you made it look so sweet. You know, I didn't know that like, like, it, especially there was a thing in the 80s, half tone dots, like when you'd shade a thing, it would be these tiny little dots. And in my head, I didn't know, understand how half tone dots worked. Mm. So I was just like, how does you, how does a person sit there and make all these dots perfectly in a row and the same size over and over again? I thought you had to do it all by hand. I didn't think each t-shirt was like painted by hand, but I was like, somebody drew that by hand. So the dot thing was just like, in my head, I was like, I'll never be able to learn how to draw like that. Right. It was just, I, I could, I almost like, wearing them was like secondary. I used to kind of get them and just look at the designs all the time and just like stare at them and stare at them, stare at them, and then just try, try to draw them all the time. Like I was always in my room with like the t-shirt on the bed co- trying to copy it or like copy the stickers or whatever. That shit was, I mean, that dude, and he, the thing is, he's not, I don't even think he's that old cuz he still does stuff all the time like you could hire i could like we could hire him today <laughs> like he does commissions all the time like he's works yeah. all the time that's what's so crazy about like certain illustrators that you liked from when you were a kid like they're available like you can contact this dude and be like hey can you draw this 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 and he'll do it it's fucking crazy his instagram's cool though cuz it's so he still draws a lot he still draws like that you know my, one of my favorite things the drawing thing reminded me of
0: it was um the far side when I was a kid oh God I was so obsessed good. with just reading the fucking cartoons, and then there was I found out a a far side tearaway daily calendar yeah. with a different cartoon every day, yeah I think maybe they repeated at some point, but no, maybe they didn't, but I wanted one. I got one, and I would every single day i couldn't wait to read the next one. I would make myself like resist reading ahead (laughs) because I wanted every day to be like yeah what's the new one because I thought they were the fucking funniest thing in the world what was that guy's name Gary Larson he's a genius yeah he was fucking the best some of those are so clever oh they they were amazing right you know what I did I saved a shitload of them Uh because after the calendar was done I was like these are so funny I want to save them right there was no internet back then guys (laughs) Um, so you couldn't just google the things you liked you had to save that shit and I still have them to this day. Yeah. sitting somewhere. But one day, there was a store in the mall. It wasn't Hot Topic. It predated it. That sold shirts like that. It was either oh, like yeah. band shirts or yeah. funny shirts. Yeah. And I'm walking around. I used to go there all the time to see what new cool funny shirt or like, you know, band shirt there was. And I look on the wall one day and there are fucking Far Side t-shirts. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, what do I have to do to get one of these? I'm like, <laughs> I will, do I,
1: I will steal one. Yeah,
0: um, and I end up getting one. I, the one I remember having was the Midvale School for the Gifted, oh. and then it's the kid holding his Jeez. books. That it says pull in giant letters, yeah. and he's pushing.
1: He's push. He's leaning. Pu- he's yeah, leaning. Pushing. pushing hard. Yeah. He's at a forty-five he degree angle. His <laughs> head's down. <laughs> Dude, my I favorite one that. is the, it's, it says the truth about whipped cream. Yeah. And it's got a cow tied to a bondage wall. And it's got like a guy with a hood and he's whipping the shit. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a great one. Another good one was uh,
0: Graffiti in Hell. And it's all these people writing like love and drawing <laughs> rainbows and like that kind
1: of shit. God rules, that kind of stuff. Imagine what that guy would be like on, I- on Instagram or on Twitter. He would have 200 million followers. It would, people would just be like, this is the greatest thing in the world it's like jack handy's uh deep thoughts yeah the original twitter he invented twitter yeah he invented twitter yeah but yeah when i
0: when i saw those finally as shirts i was like now everyone can know my love and appreciation (laughs) for really really good comment because you know that was one of those things where kids just hadn't heard of it yet yeah and some did you know but and i was just like i gotta wear this shirt and people will see it and go Oh my! To me, that was like the greatest thing. Someone would see a funny shirt that you had that they didn't know about. They would laugh and go, "Where'd you get that? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah." You know, I know about cool shit. Meanwhile, I just walked into a mall. <laughs> Anyone can go there.
1: Yeah. After TNC, I got into skateboarding. So then, I began to covet harder than anything. And to this day, eighty skateboard T-shirts uh-huh. are the best T-shirts. 80s i think okay the 80s as far as t-shirt design is a a time a decade that is so flawless is band t-shirts too Uh but skate t-shirts in the 80s were so fucking great and i specifically was super into pal perolta and the bones brigade yeah so those shirts because they had the sweetest skulls on them that you'd ever seen and I I wanted them so bad, like that. That's what I got. Like any every birthday, every Christmas, in, in you know from those ages was all I wanted was to go to Hot Skates in Glendale, on Colorado. Yeah. Because he had more T-shirts than any other skate shop, and I got like two T-shirts or three T-shirts. Like that was where I went for back to school shopping because I just I wanted those T-shirts so bad. Because when you'd open up Thrasher magazine or look at like a skate video. Your favorite skaters were wearing those shirts, and in your head right. you're like, "Dude, I bet you they get those for free."
0: Like the Bones Brigade, where it is where to go? The one with the the skeleton like tearing through the thing. yeah, the Bones one. I have two of those right now. Yeah, that one is
1: just that's another one of those images you see. And it's I just fuck like, around, I'd get that tattooed on me, dude. Do it. I I mean, I see people. The problem it's very hard to get someone who does it right because the line work is really exquisite. What's his name would do it? Well, with Graham. Yeah, yeah his Graham line work it. is really good. It's true he could do it. But, like, I mean, yeah, the Bones the bones Ripper is an icon. Yeah, it shit's yeah. an icon. I don't think I had that as a shirt, though. I had yeah. the ones I know I had as a kid. I had the Tommy Guerrero Flaming Knife. Right. Which I have, again. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> of course. I also have the deck. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Who I does had, the uh, the skull with the snake going through it? That's Mike McGill. Same artist. Okay, this is yeah. the same artist that did all these. His name was That he, I love. His name was... V- he went by VCJ, Victor Cortland Johnson. Mm-hmm. Guy was... a shred genius yeah Uh, i had the tony hawk obviously right uh i have it again and the deck (laughs) Um,
0: no one's questioning whether you have the deck (laughs) oh they are yeah bet he doesn't have the deck is what you think they're saying (laughs) as they're listening to this bet that pussy doesn't have the deck (laughs) yeah and i have the deck yeah um i (laughs) uh another cool one was the one where he was wearing the bomber jacket
1: Oh yeah, with it's the fucking uh, yeah. the goggles and shit. And I did not have that one. That was yeah. later on. That's a cool I became one. a member of the Bones Brigade. You sent away like twelve dollars. <laughs> you got a newsletter, but then you got a shirt that you didn't, that you couldn't get in yeah. stores, and it said Bones Brigade and it had an airplane on the back, and and like it said Bones Brigade on the front. And I was fucking forget it. Yeah. I was done. I was done at yeah. that one. Then I got into other skate companies. I had. Oh, OJ twos. They were. They I made wheels. Know what that is. They made wheels and their shirts. I had this one shirt. I think my brother had it too. It was light gray, and it had the OJ two logo on the back. I, want, I think I'm getting confused. That either me or Jeff had it. Jeff might have had it because it was. Well, I bet he will text you. <laughs> he will you definitely after he hears the episode. But the OJ two logo, I used to draw it all the time. And the stickers, it just says O and a J and the numeral two. But Here's the problem was- with Google image searching OJ two
0: is you get one picture of the OJ two logo, yeah, and then five hundred pictures of a oh. white
1: Bronco driving down the <laughs> <a> freeway. <Yeah. laughs> That's all I'm fucking seeing. But yeah, the original OJ two's logo. Christian I mean, a lot of really good skaters rode those wheels. So you'd see those stickers on their boards in the magazines. Yeah. And so like Christian Assoy would have some picture where he's doing some insane air and then this giant OJ two sticker. Right. Or he'd be wearing the O. J. two shirt and he had really good style, so he would always like cut the sleeves off. Right. And l- it made it look ten times cooler and I never had the courage to cut the sleeves off a shirt. First of all I get in trouble with my parents. Yeah. <laughs> but like you were just like, That is so fucking cool looking. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a logo, but I like I always I don't know it wasn't just like drawing of things. I was always really obsessed with like logos too. Like a cool logo blew my mind.
0: Yeah, for as for as as many problems as I have with like corporations in yeah. general and corporate attitudes and corporate like blandness. Yeah, a well made
1: logo is the fucking greatest, dude. At the at the neck, like I was really there was a skate company called H Street. Yeah, and they had a logo that was like a it was like a X, but it had arrows, and it was fucking dope. Yeah, I mean their shirts were really rad because some of the designs were on like the bottom of the front of the shirt uh-huh. in like a weird place. It was just like, what is going on? Where are you guys putting your designs? Yeah, this why is are so, you being so different? Yeah, this yeah. is so revolutionary. Yeah, this is so unconventional. I must have it. I also had a really rad Vision Streetwear shirt, like the classic, just yeah. white, just said Vision Streetwear on the front. Yeah, I mean, dude, eighty skateboarding looked. So cool. Yeah, that's the only thing. When I look at modern skateboarding now, the skateboarding itself is a million times better. Mm-hmm. And what people, what kids are doing on skateboards is shocking. But there's something to me missing in the style. There was the the. It the, doesn't
0: feel like it's coming from the streets anymore. It feels well, like a boardroom of people.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 well because the writers, like it's more department did it. It, it was less of a. To, to be honest, I mean, 80s skateboarding was more of a trend. Right. Whereas skateboarding now is based on like performance a little bit more. But the skaters then were, I think, to a certain degree, a little more individualized. Yeah. So they dressed all really, really differently. And each company had a really, really different look to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, you could liken it to how punk rock was in the 70s and 80s versus now. Yeah, now they just wear all black. Where back then, it was like, punk rock and skateboard they were subcultures so they just there was no one thing to do everyone was doing these different things kind of on their own and doing it very DIY yeah and so you would get things that were unique and there'd be crossover and stuff because a lot of a subculture always has similar interests and shit like that yeah but then now it looks like it's all very cookie cutter because yeah. no lo- skateboarding is not a subculture anymore. It's no, just it's like not. a part of the culture.
1: Yeah, it's a large part of culture. Yeah, skating just like you could find that shit anywhere. There are subcultures within skateboarding, but skateboarding as a whole is part of mass market culture. Oh, for sure, yeah. 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 And I, that's what I miss a little is like vision skateboards had a really specific look. It was like very dis- graphic design and like super bright colors and like very like... 80s and loud and fucking like new wavy and punky and it was fucking cool yeah. and then powell was all skulls and like snakes and death and things like that yeah. and then santa cruz was just like everything it was almost like sur- more surfy but like uh, it was santa cruz was an amazing santa cruz graphics are just this the guy jim phillips in his studio was just this amazing visual mesh the ones of, with the screaming
0: hands the screaming i mean yeah.
1: look if we're gonna fucking talk t-shirts mm-hmm. Screaming that's, Hand. That's iconic. Jim Phillips' Screaming Hand. It's the By the way, it's I believe it's the 40th anniversary of the Screaming Hand this year. Yeah. And that shit is otherworldly iconic. And he also drew the Independent Trucks logo. Oh, wow. I mean, that guy was not messing around. At all. I mean, he probably is my favorite graphic guy from the 80s. Just because he could also do a lot of different stuff. Whereas VCJ stayed pretty you know things fell into like a theme jim phillips bounced around a lot like the you know it's animals and some skull stuff but then like all kinds of different things would pop up in his graphic. you know the, his my favorite graphic of ever is the klaus crab key exploding clock and that's like a thing you didn't see he like he did things like that they were just different right jeff Grosso's graphics i mean it's it's insane but that that there you know Al, i had some alva t-shirts that era of visuals were just like they were so cool they just like they like when i would look at them in magazines it was just like i wanted them so bad because not only did i want to wear them i wanted to learn how to like make that stuff right so you just were like in your head like the color combinations like you were literally like this can't get any cooler (laughs) like this shit is it was like it was just exploding off the page at you Like this, these guys can't get any cooler. Like the Alva skate team where there are all these Venice beach guys in leather jackets with dreadlocks and they had this like the Alva logo is just like kind of junk. Like it looks all degenerated and fucked up and I couldn't even like, it's so badass looking. You know what I really
0: uh, was obsessed with? And it was like, it was a brief trend was the
1: uh, hyper color t-shirt. Uh, my parents wouldn't buy me one of those, yeah. but I remember thinking they were cool. I ended up
0: getting one after the trend started dying off because yeah. it's on sale. Yeah. They agreed to get me one when yeah. it was finally like 75% off or whatever. And then you know what happened? It didn't work. I couldn't get it to change colors. I'm like, people were like, dude, you gotta like, you gotta sweat in it and like Ew. do all this stuff and like, cause the, the body heat or whatever. So I'd like play basketball in it and like run around and shit and it just wouldn't work and then I'd look at other kids with their hyper and they were like these beautiful patterns of crazy awesome shit yeah. and I'm like just nothing. I can't get a proper Bugs Bunny gangster shirt. <laughs> I can't get a hyper color shirt when everyone else has one and then when I do it's the fucking defective lemon. Yeah. It was <laughs> fucking bullshit man. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> You know what really – now, outside of the skate – 80s skate – like, skate culture shirts were the big, big brands that you saw fucking everywhere. Yeah. They were so commonplace, it might as well have been a plain shirt, were Stussy, Quicksilver, Mossimo, and Billabong. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Those were – you didn't even have to be a skater or a surfer or a what – that was just a shirt you wore. Yeah, I definitely... My eighth grade school portrait, I am definitely wearing a Quicksilver mock turtleneck. Oh, uh, yeah. Quicksilver was cool for a while. Well, I didn't even know what it was, really. I think I had a I had a Quicksilver shirt. I had one Stussy shirt mm-hmm. that I didn't wear after a while. Stussy was, like, cool
0: for a little bit. And then for some reason, it just got super corny and cheesy. And you yeah. would be caught dead wearing it's it. It's
1: cool again now. Yeah, which is Weird. Well if you look Stussy actually kind of invented a lot of that shit and a lot mm-hmm. of those genres. But I don't remember why it got played out. Yeah, I I, I just can't did. Put my finger on it, yeah. I mean they may have just put it in the wrong stores. I mean Maybe. if it was the thing is, if it was available at the Miller's Outpost in Locker Center on Foothill, right, that's right. basically uh, was our town's version of like a Mervyn's. So that's some like department store shit. That's like brands. That's like how you can buy like Rockaware at Nordstrom's and shit. Like that's not cool or Macy's. No, Miller's Outpost wasn't because there were
0: department stores in the mall. Like Miller's Outpost was like, it wasn't like a depart. It was like what Tilly's is. Now. Yeah. So like teenagers would go there for, because they had cool Levi's and cool, like any trend was at Miller's Outpost. Like right. they were kind of like, I mean they weren't trendy in the same way like a local yeah i guess skate you're right they weren't is. like a
1: mall shop
0: yeah they carry i mean a, probably a couple of things that were corny and cheesy but like all the cool trends like that would were out you'd go to miller's outpost and that shit would be there
1: yeah i bought a Maui and sons keychain yeah yeah it was I a surfboard um, body glove oh yeah i remember body glove being very popular Bum equipment, remember that one? Oh fuck! Big dog get shirts. I never got into all that. Yeah, shit. I didn't get into any of those at all. I mean, around, the, around the, when that stuff came out, I was in like eighth grade, and yeah. I got into hip hop. So I started wearing gigantic plain t-shirts. Oh yeah, that was because there wasn't really like a hip hop brand that I could wear and get away with. Yeah. So I had to wear like giant plain t-shirts. I wanted like I wanted a cross colors t-shirt real bad. I remember that they were too expensive. Yeah. And I didn't steal one. I stole a cross colors hat from them all. So starter jackets were popular oh, in the world. And those were so expensive. Fucking uh, I mean, not to this day, if I look at a starter a starter's jacket, a Dodgers starter jacket or a Raiders starter jacket. Yeah. There's still a part of me that's like I want that or a Mets one. Yeah. Those, those were so cool looking to me. The
0: basketball ones were all. Oh over dude. The place. I remember the Charlotte Hornet. That was my favorite basketball Fuck team for yeah. a while. And the color scheme of the jacket, and they had a fucking giant hornet on the sleeve, and I was like, I would kill everyone in my family for that's one the of these. Thing, I never loved the
1: Lakers colors. <laughs> that's so the, it's yeah. like that's the one problem wear with a the fucking Lakers: purple jacket,
0: yellow and purple. Ugh, like yeah, dude. If the Lakers were yellow and gray, it'd be over. Yeah, it'd be like that's the greatest color scheme in the history of yeah. sports. Yeah,
1: yeah, purple and yellow, man. I never could get into it. It's so fucking disgusting looking. Yeah, stupid looking. Not even ugh. So after that or around that same time, I got into a little band called Metallica. Oh, dude. Now, if yeah. you you This is the music t-shirt portion. This is my the next one's music for me too. Metallica's t-shirt game, especially yeah. in the in the late 80s early 90s was spectacular. It was kind of the best i mean iron maiden iron maiden that's what i was gonna say iron maiden and metallica yeah fuck around hey here's another band i had megadeth well megadeth was just kind of fucking copying the iron maiden thing it was like a split between the two it it, it kind of had a it had megadeth lettering was metallica-esque and then they made a icon that looked well their guy was Vic, and then iron maiden had eddie but you're like Vic's so corny (laughs) he's like
0: doing like Hey, I'm Vic, and I'm going to do something kind of evil. You're like, yeah, but Eddie's over there, like, crushing
1: a fucking Eddie's skull. Eddie's got a, and a bloody axe in his hand. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I, the Metallica shirt I remember having, I had the Injustice for All shirt. Yeah, that's a great one. Oh. They're all great. Dude, the Kill em All shirt is a masterpiece. I saw a guy wearing that at the gym today. And metal, metal Up Your Ass. Dude. The Metal uh, Up I Your Ass one.
0: shirt. Wow. I have one that's fucking 15
1: years old. The, uh, and I never wore it because it, it was too tight. Yeah. So it just is, like, almost new. Those things, it's it's actually it's a real shame they're as expensive as they are. Yeah, you can't. I mean, the Olsen twins basically destroyed the Metallica T-shirt because yeah. a real Metallica T-shirt from that time period it's five hundred bucks. Yeah, you know who else destroyed the Metallica
0: thing was uh, Lars Ulrich <laughs> when he started suing his fans. Fuck <laughs> you,
1: Lars. Everyone hates him. Yeah, but I mean, and also you cannot mention Metallica T-shirt art without mentioning. The almighty Pusshead. Who's Pusshead? Pusshead drew the fucking skulls, bro. I you know, know like that. the Metallica t-shirt with like the skulls and like a hammer coming through it and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, That is the mighty Pusshead. The mighty. You know... I mean, I, Google I, image I, Pusshead. I'm, he made skateboards. They Metallica had skateboards for Zorlac. Yeah. And uh, Pusshead did the art for those... Pusshead goes in there. I have like a hall of fame for people that draw skulls. Pusshead is right. He's. I mean, it's a it's a real crapshoot between him, VCJ, Mike Giant kills the skull super hard. Puss or push? Puss. P u s h e a d. Oh, puss like a. okay. Yeah, yeah. like puss out of a fucking out of a wound. out of a sore. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Puss I mean, you head. want to talk like gnarly dark metal art? puss is is one and he did it like he used like oh t- yeah yeah pointillism tiny pen the guy was epic. i, re- I remember all this still stuff. great still does stuff yeah i mean he did a great uh, design for adrian lopez for zero skateboards i still love because
0: i always forget it and then remember it but whenever you look at the metallica logo you forget that fucking james hetfield motherfucker drew it yep it's crazy to me Goddamn. Because when you look at it, you go, man, who the fuck came up with that? Like, a team of people sat down. We're going to
1: come up. And it was just him. Yeah. And a nap probably in like a na- notebook, a spiral notebook. Yeah. On a fucking, after a seven-day bender. Ballpoint pen. On the road. just like Here's our thing. I mean, if the, if he had the original drawing of that somewhere. It'd be worth so, that so much. That should go more. on the Smithsonian. Yeah, yeah, or Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame piece for like sure. That that it's like the it's like if Raymond Pettibone has the original sketch of the Black Flag logo. Yeah, yeah, he'd yeah, be like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I again, and we have to. You can't mention rock t-shirts without the Black Flag logo. I, I never know. had one. I'm not. I never even really listened to Black Flag. But yeah. if you're talking iconic t-shirt images, yeah. forget it. I've seen that tattoo so many times, and you don't even. You're like, yeah, cool, yeah.
0: Yeah, I you don't like even band. Mind it.
1: but yeah, Metallica T-shirts and anyone I saw who had them, that I I remember because I was young when 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 Metallica was first starting out and the T-shirts were really gnarly. Uh-huh. I was pretty young still, like ten, eleven, something like that, nine. Yeah. and so like I was kind of scared of a guy, <laughs> like if I went to the Enterprise and there was like some Hesher. Right. With fucking long hair, black black jeans and a Metallica t-shirt. I was like, and he's smoking and has like beat up white slip on vans. I'm like, that guy's probably on drugs and he probably has a switchblade. Like I was a little afraid of those dudes.
0: Dude, those are the only people I hung out with. Yeah. That was like my fucking, those are my, that was my friend group was like all the fucking heavy metal dudes. I yeah. discovered Deicide in seventh grade. What's that? They're like a death metal band. Oh, okay. I mean, they're insane. <laughs> and Napalm Death is another yeah, one. Napalm Death. Yeah. So like bands like Great that. Great logo. But I had a, um, a friend back then who had every Metallica shirt.
1: That's really respectable.
0: I mean, he was the biggest Metallica fan. Yeah. T- I still to this day have ever known. This was like seventh, eighth grade. And he had every fucking Metallica shirt. And he wore them so much that none of them were black anymore. Ugh. They were all gray, Ugh. and he had one or two that were borderline becoming like white shirts. God bless him. <laughs> Cuz he wore them, th- you never saw him without a Metallica shirt. Every day of the school year. It was bizarre, and he was a really good artist, Ugh. and he would draw like uh, in like kind of like pushead type stuff. Yeah. But and he was he was good. He knew how to draw, and he would just draw like crazy imagery of like you know skulls melting, yeah, dude. And like all
1: this shit. He was like, he was the biggest metalhead. Metal. Head metal here's school. the thing: the great, one of the truly great things about metalheads is they draw. Yeah. And a lot of them aren't, don't even start out good. But the nice thing about metal is drawing is a thing that is important. Right. Like the art is like, like metalheads love art and they love drawing and they love like drawings of gnarly shit. So a lot of those guys just like they draw as a hobby because it's part of being a metalhead. Yeah, so they on, come up with these bizarre styles. On average,
0: when you're, if you're going flipping through records at a record store, the coolest cover art is metal albums. Hands down. I mean, Hands they're so down. detailed and yeah. weird and crazy, and mm-hmm. there's like a story going on. Yeah. Even though it's all like related to evil and death and like all, but it looks fucking amazing. Yeah. That shit's great. I had one Iron Maiden shirt. One. And I don't know what happened to it. It was Eddie. In a, in a radio station. Yep. Crushing a record in his hand. Yep. And on the back, there was a radio tower, and Ugh. it said 666. And I remember the thug kids in school. I'm sure I've said this before. The thug kids in school came up to me, and they're like, hey, bro. And they were like intimidating. People like were afraid of them, even me. And come, One of them comes up to me, and he had those Just the Bangs. Remember when that was popular? <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd have Just, yeah, the, yeah, bangs, just they'd be the Bangs. He'd super long, and he'd slick them back. Yeah, Weirdest hairstyle ever. But the scariest kids in school have. I had that hair, so and he comes up to me and says, like, Hey bro, what's that shirt all about? <laughs> I'm like, Wait, so it's an Iron Maiden shirt. He's like, You worship the fucking devil or something, bro? And I remember lying and saying that I did. Just so they would be because <laughs> I was like getting the sense that they were kind of like yeah. weirded out and afraid of me. Yeah. And I didn't want to like I just needed a way out. And I was like, Maybe I do, man. You know? <laughs> and just coming up with some line, they're like, Bro, that's that's crazy shit, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? And they like just like backed off
1: and turned around and walked off. I have noticed and that left me alone. routinely, or I've not, not routinely, but I've noticed that thugs are afraid of Satanism. They also love God and Jesus. Yeah, like they'll kill a dude and they'll be like, "Jesus, bro." You know, you're yeah. like, "How?" <laughs> They're religious people. Um, after Metallica and Megadeth, I don't think I bought many band shirts. I kind of, d- I, d- I don't know why. Like even when I was really into punk, I didn't I didn't really have any shirts. That's when I did my first t shirt design was for Eve six before they were called Eve six. Yaku. They were called eleventeen. Eleventeen was even before that. And then before (laughs) eleventeen they were called Yaku. Oh that was it was the other way around. It went Yaku, eleventeen. Eve 6. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Wow. Yeah. For 20 years, I've thought that. So uh, I was hired, and by hired, I mean I was not paid. <laughs> they just said, Kevin, do this. I didn't know okay. them. but That's how I, be- I became friends with them, is I wow. was, the I guess, the only kid near their grade who could draw. Yeah. And Joey Gabber, I think, was like, well, have Kevin do a t-shirt mm-hmm. design. So I did one. It was a baby. It's a baby in a crib <laughs> holding a handgun. Yeah. The hand, but it's a pop gun so the you know flag pops out of the gun right and the flag said Yaku. that's good it was pretty good yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good for me being like 15 yeah. it was black ink on a white shirt uh-huh. and all our friends bought one and i felt really cool because i remember in english class once someone was wearing like my friend i think travis was wearing one and someone was like and this new girl in school who was <laughs> sort of cute was like What's this Yaku shirt I hear everyone wearing? I see all these people wearing. It's like, oh, it's our friend's band. And our friend Kevin over there drew the super cool image. And I was like, oh, I feel yeah, cool right Hey, please like me. Yeah, I was like, I feel pretty cool right now because I drew that. And, like, and it yeah. came out good. And it was the only thing I I own ever, 11 pens. Yeah. Like, I'm not into it anymore. Yeah,
0: that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you my crayon collection.
1: Every, everyone <laughs> likes an artist for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was like, for me, it felt like being a little bit famous. Because right. I was like the person that did the Yaku shirt. It was cool cuz they and then like at not long after that they got like a you know a tiny record deal. Right. So there was like this band from our high school got a record and I was like and like you know the teachers found out about it. Yeah. So it was like this cool thing Dude, to everyone be everyone knew about it. Yeah, it I this knew about cool it. A cool thing to be associated with. Yeah. That I was like the guy and then I did the, and that I did their 7-inch covers. Yeah. Which I I mean at that point I was like I'm done. I'm the coolest person in America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah and I didn't buy Like I wanted I wanted the Bad Religion shirt with the cross with the line through it. That was big. But I you know, I didn't have the balls to get it. Yeah. But I remember being like, That shirt is insane. I had a Bad Religion had great shirts. They did. They had great album covers too. I had a Pennywise shirt. I got into band shirts just because I got
0: in super into music. Pennywise logo's okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um because at the same time it looks like a p and a w, but it also looks like a guy yeah, like in a circle mm-hmm um yeah i had i had one of those i had
1: uh maybe I had two penny i got into pennywise for a while they were good. I did a sticker for 11teen that was like a rip off of the uh circle jerks uh. guy running you know like the guy uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the skinhead yeah i did a ver- i basically drew what looked like a cross between me and max of a guy like jumping. <laughs> Yeah. And I did, and I gave him like tattoos. They were tribal cuz tribal wasn't lame yet. Right. But yeah, the, there are some there were you know what t-shirt I still want. And I tried to find it recently. Mm-hmm. Is there's a descendant shirt that my friend Travis had that was like it's like the evolutionary chart oh, but it's yeah. the members of the band cuz like the yes. drummer Bill Stevenson, I believe his name is, was like hunched over and big and then it, it, it looked like it looked like it's just them walking in a row. Yeah. And like Milo the la- at the end? I think it's. I don't know if Milo's at the end because I think the tall guy's at the end. I don't remember. But you can't find it. Like, it's fucking rad. I would wear it. And it says Descendants across the top. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And the way it's drawn is almost like that TNC guy. It's like yeah. cartoony but well made. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. the Milo shirt is classic. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's classic, classic, classic. Yeah. But it, that I, I never wanted to get a white t shirt because, A, I thought I'd spill something on it or I'd get like a pit stain or something. They also just weren't. Cool. No, black t shirts were always cool. Especially cooler. for music shirts. for but now I like white t shirts better.
0: Yeah. And a white rock t shirt is yeah. is cool now too. Yeah. Because it's just it's so different. Yeah. Yeah. I had a pennywise one, I had a green day shirt, I had a sublime forty ounces of freedom shirt that yeah. I wore. Here's how young I started comedy. I just it was a part of my clothing. Yeah I wore it when I started stand up. And Jonah Ray, to this day, makes fun of me for wearing that shirt because he, <laughs> he hates Sublime. Yeah. And it's just so funny. But to like, be
1: fair, Jonah Ray tweeted, I think, the other day that he'd been too hard on 311. So I don't know. That's hilarious. <laughs> I did not see that. Uh, he will be hearing from me <laughs> <laughs> shortly.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, Sublime had their moment. They had some good songs yeah. that are still good to this day. Yeah. Ari lately has been on this anti-Sublime thing. Like every time you bring up something that's like a fad that'll He's go away. He's a drug addict. He, sh- you think he would love them? Also, he doesn't know anything about music. But like, I
1: was like, he yeah, looks sublime. And like five years, people are gonna be like, yeah, that was wasn't any good. I'm like,
0: actually, yeah, they were like, they already
1: hand- did that, and I think they probably were, are on the cusp of coming back around.
0: There were a handful mm-hmm. of Sublime songs that were good, man. Yeah, totally. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, 311, on the other hand, it was just garbage. Garbage front. Yeah, they back. were they were bad. Not a good band. Uh, still around. Yep. Really, really. weird really? that people are still. <laughs> Really yeah. weird. What are we doing? Get <laughs> it together. Get it together over here. See, I went, but, but the most, uh, the biggest band shirt collection I had, and it was, no, I mean, not even a fucking collection. I had like three of them. Uh, Marilyn Manson. Okay. Because I was very, very obsessed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the fuck happened to them. Mm. I still have <laughs> my old Pennywise shirt, Green Day, I think Green Day and Sublime and the Metallica one and another one. But I had like three Marilyn Manson shirts that I wore so fucking much. Yeah. And they were so fucking cool. Antichrist Superstar. Right. The album cover on the front and on the back was that lightning bolt thing with the circle around it that he uses his logo. One of the coolest shirts ever. And there was another one that I saw the other day at a vintage store, but it was in an extra large. Uh, Had it not been, I would have been like, name the amount of money and I'll give it to you. Yeah. Like one of those things. And then I, another one, I can't remember what was on it, but my mom hated that I liked Marilyn Manson so much that I think at some point she threw him out when she was like cleaning. Yeah. Cleaning my mom
1: house. tried to get me to not like Twisted Sister. Yeah. She thought they were like devil. She music. denies to this day that she threw him
0: out. And I was like, I'll, I'd be like, listen, like during the holidays, I'll go over there because I'll like you're just hanging out for the holidays you spend hours there you know so I like start sifting through old shit and like what do I still have that's why I found out the far side okay tear away things I still had and a couple of those shirts and every single time I'm doing that I go confront her and I go just tell me you threw him away (laughs) tell me you threw the Maryland because I know you did it she's like I don't know what you're talking about why would I have thrown him away I'm like because you thought he worshiped the devil and you didn't like that I listened to him can't you
1: give her a fun ethnic accent
0: no okay um Cause then I would just enter that territory of being one of those comedians, yeah. And no. I refuse. Does to. she have
1: one though? Yeah. Well, I okay. Yeah.
0: Um, but you just never think about it because you're so used to it. Yeah. Yeah. But she denies that she did it. Why would I throw him away?
1: Because I know you did. That's why. <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't. Yeah, you're you're lying to me. You did. I don't. My mom never threw anything away. I had a Built to Spill t-shirt that was really good. Yeah. Because from far away, it looked like snowflakes. When you got up close, the snowflakes were made out of guitars. Nice. Banger. That was a banger. That is a banger. I realized I only ever had one Radiohead shirt. I've, oh, no. I have one. There was something I found lame about Radiohead people wearing the shirts. I felt the same way about Tool forever. I don't know what it is. Because I loved that. Because they're too cool for that almost. That circle icon. Remember that thing yeah. they made? I bought a lot of that sticker. I put yeah. that on my car. I've seen a lot of that. Yeah. You know? I liked that a lot. But there was something. I don't know what it was. But there was something that was corny to me about wearing a Radiohead t-shirt. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, feel, I feel the same way. I felt the same way about them and Tool. I, would ne- yeah. I was like, no, man. It's just they're, they're better than that. They're better than just wearing a shirt of them. Yeah. I don't
1: know what that was. I
0: know. I'm, Good. I'm not the only one that thinks that then.
1: Yeah, I think I got one. Like you remember when they first started, you, you would have to like pre, you could pre-order all this shit through their website. Yeah, it, it was that time when they were selling all kinds of weird stuff through their website. Right, it was really difficult. <laughs> like it was a real pain in the ass to buy stuff from them. Yeah. it was all shipping from Europe. But I bought a t- I bought something. It was like they had a special edition of one of the albums that had like a booklet with more art. So I got that one, uh-huh. and you could get like a t-shirt, and I got the t-shirt too. And I barely wore it because I just was like, it was off to me. There's something off about their shirts. I don't know why. It's like cuz their music to me is so weird, their shirts weren't weird enough. Like I remember my brother had a sugar cube shirt. Uh, he had a lot of band shirts now that I think about it. Does he still have them? I would bet he does. Oh, dude, you got to go look through them. Jeff doesn't throw stuff away. Dude, he's probably got a gold mine of t-shirts. He may have a gold mine of like of of t-shirts from like New Order. The you gotta look through the sh- see He won't what he let has. me touch him. I mean I'll ask. I mean I mean just haven't show you. But whatever. I remember he had a sugar this cubes t shirt that was shit. really weird. And I remember just being like, That's a weird shirt because that's a weird band. Yeah. It was, and it matched with to me the in weirdest my weirdest musician who's ever lived. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like, Okay, that makes sense that it's so odd. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm trying to remember other shirt. I don't because I don't remember him having a Smith shirt necessarily. Even though he was really into the Smiths and Morrissey, he might have had a Nine Inch Nail shirt. Old Nine Inch Nail shirts were cool. Tool also never had good
0: shirts back in the day. There's
1: almost something about a band that was they were. It was like a those bands were almost so interesting putting something on a t-shirt was like too it wouldn't do it justice yeah it was like they're like i who gives a fuck like most of tool shirts were just it said tool in the front and some of them had some shit on the back yeah it
0: was never like holy shit wow there was
1: a radiohead shirt that just said radiohead and i was like okay that's yeah. acceptable yeah, yeah i didn't yeah. get it but i it made sense to me but yeah I, I i never i even though i loved that band that so much i never wanted to get the t-shirt i did have a spice girls t-shirt in college i will say that that I got because to be ironic, but I looked pretty cool in it. Be, be the most
0: right. ironic T-shirt of all time that was popularized when we were in growing up in the nineties. The dare T-shirt. The dare T-shirt. Yeah.
1: To this day, you can walk into any thrift store, and in there will be ten of them. Los Angeles, there will be ten yeah. dare shirts, all in black, of, all for too much money. Are they even that much? I, mean, I see them for like ten, twenty bucks. Oh, they shouldn't be more than five dollars. <laughs> yeah, they must have been. The most produced t shirt of that. I mean, my God. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah. And you got to think the amount of people that still
0: have them haven't taken them to the fucking. I think Urban Outfitters started
1: making them. Oh, I wouldn't doubt new it. New versions of them.
0: I've seen them in. I've seen a couple in white, like old ones. Where you're pretty like, good. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I ever. I didn't get one, but I have one somewhere. I have. I, I feel like I've had one. It's just you have to have one. Yeah. At one it's point. a weird. Like, I never wear it ever, ever. I wonder ever. if that's just an LA thing. I don't know, because it was a nationwide program. Yeah. It was a Nancy Reagan thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, was it she wa-
0: dare or just say no? I thought she was. that was part of that, no? I don't know. I don't remember. I was too young. I was man. too busy getting high. It was too busy smoking pot and fucking bitches. Yeah, I was taking lewds, doing dope. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no time for this dare program. I'm going to go tie one off in the alley. Now, I mean, I, it's not like this shit is a thing I don't engage in anymore, because I still, as you know... Buy too many t-shirts. Yeah. I bought, when the Bones Brigade documentary came out, mm-hmm. I bought all the Bones Brigade t-shirts that were available to purchase from the Bones Brigade Peralta website. How many was that? It wasn't that many. I bought the Rodney Mullen one. I bought the Tommy Guerrero. I bought the Mike McGill. Mm-hmm. I bought the Lance Mountain. That's and already four. That's four. I had to get the Tony Hawk someplace else because for some reason they didn't have it as part of it. There's something weird going on with Palperolta and Tony Hawk where they think they can't license that image in the same way i don't know who owns it that mm-hmm. first iconic tony hawk design someone else may someone outside of pal Peralta must own it like maybe he bought it from them or i don't know yeah because it's not they don't they don't do it a lot but like i bought those and then santa cruz has been reissuing t-shirts from my youth yeah i bought a new screaming hand shirt i bought it in two colors of course then i got the, they reissued the jeff Grosso toy box I bought that I can't, I mean, they're too good. And I, when the Klaus Krabke shirt came out, the Exploding Clock, I got so excited I bought it in all three colors. Jesus Christ, dude. They fit all this shit. I have, I have shelves. And mm-hmm. you got to remember, this, is, this, is, this was happening right as I was living alone for the first time in uh, a long time. Right, right, this was right. probably my, that was my version of like a midlife crisis. Yeah. For the I mean to be to be honest, that's what was happening. I was like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I'm, so I'm going to ca- buy every skate t-shirt. I'm going to buy every skate t-shirt I've ever wanted in my life. I'm going to wear them and I'm going to be stoked on them. Yeah. <laughs> so I overdid it and you know, again, they're not it's they're not like they don't cost nothing, but they're not expensive. So $20 to make myself happy seemed like a bargain at that time. I'm doing that with band t-shirts now. Yeah. This, oh, I mean old ones, okay? Cuz it's just like It's
0: possible. Yep. And a lot of them are not that much money. So you can go to a vintage store or look on eBay and shit. And like, I will just Google like vintage tool shirts. Yeah. From like when I couldn't, you know, afford them or get them or whatever Mm -hmm. concerts I never went to. And I'm like, there it is. The shirt I've always wanted and it's fucking cheap. I'm getting it. And now I'm doing it for, I'm trying to find like an old Neil Young shirt. I'm trying to find, I had an old Mars Volta shirt. I still have it, but it was too big. But I want like
1: an old uh, first album era Mars Volta. Can, do shirt. you ever consider getting them cut down? What do you mean? Like getting them altered? I did that with a. I found like a, a real '80s Mike McGill shirt, uh-huh. and I got it cut down. I didn't know you could really alter shirts and have them. It's not easy, but if, if the thing is, you this can't is so re- big all over. If the as long as the neck fits, they can yeah. make the rest of it smaller. The neck they can't do a ton about. Okay. Then they're like literally ripping it apart and you're going to spend $70 fucking... But they can like make the sleeves smaller because like, you know, mediums from the 80s were different. You know, they can do things like that. It's not yeah. super hard. So I have an Iron Maiden shirt. Yeah. For like a live tour shirt. Fuck. I
0: know. And then I have like a sleeveless Megadeth shirt. It came that way. Uh-huh. But it was, like, it was like $5 when I was in Portland. It like this is now a year and a half ago more. I was just like... At a vintage store, flipping through, boom! Cool Megadeth shirt, yeah. no sleeves, five bucks. I'm like, this is now mine.
1: I own this now. I will wear this at the gym.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I'll just wear it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'm going through like, what are all the cool band shirts? Yeah. That I've always wanted, or and I'll, I'll get even newer ones. Like if I go to concerts and stuff. Like Saint Paul and the Broken Bones has like a very simple, looks like half a record. Okay. Yeah. And then it's their name. Like, how'd you get it. to go to that concert? The, I don't remember, You Couldn't Go, was that it? Yeah, was that that that's one? That's exactly what okay, happened. Yeah. yeah, you missed everything, man. That was a great I know, show. Over. it sounded great. Yeah. God um, That was a really good show. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm like, you know what, because I'm going to have these shirts and save them, so like in, you know, in 20 years, I'll be like, oh, that's my, yeah, that's my fucking cool shirt
1: that I got at the concert. And even, I mean, I think, you know, we can't mention t-shirt design without mentioning our friend Mishka. Of course. You know, Greg... It, there's a company that makes bangers. They're the best. They fucking hit home runs. I mean, some of the stuff they make is so fucking epic. Yeah, you know, I, I still. I mean, I I get their emails. I look at their shirts all the time. Like there's constantly yeah rad shit. And also, I mean, I still to this day love fucked. Yeah, fuck I probably have th- four fucked t-shirts. Follow by
0: the way. Uh, What's Greg's Instagram? Hold on, let me look it up. Um, Because they're always posting cool shit. His Instagram and his Twitter is great. Yeah, let me look it
1: up here real fast. But like I bought, Fucked did a shirt that is a parody shirt of a Pal Peralta design, the Per Wellender design. Yeah. And I own it in short sleeve version. And I bought it in long sleeve version in two colors. Because then the skull goes all the way down the sleeves. Oh, that's cool. I wear it to play tennis
0: that's hilarious it so, is
1: so rad mishka's
0: uh instagram is m-i-s-h-k-a-g-r-a-m mishka
1: graham yep and they're always posting fucking badass designs to some hockey parody stuff recently like yeah. the stuff is on point we Did some chicago bulls parody stuff recently like stuff's been really good they
0: have by the way a store in la some people yep. don't know because I'll, I'll wear i have a few of his shirts like mm-hmm. the
1: death shirt with the bear yeah it says Death in huge
0: letters and on the sleeves. Is, it looks like a sports shirt. kind Death letters. Yeah. I love that fucking shirt. Yeah. It's one of my favorite shirts. Yeah. fits fucking perfectly. I love it. But every time I wear it, either people have no idea what it is or they have every idea. They go, fuck yeah. Yeah. Mishka. And I go, yeah, man. They have a store on La Brea. No one knows it. Yeah. I mean, not no one, but a lot of people don't. They just think they are based in New York and you have to buy them online. But on La Brea, right up the street from Self Edge. Yeah. There's a Mishka store and you should go to it
1: and buy a shirt. Yeah. The reason we did this episode, you guys, if you made it to the end is we have a fucking t-shirt design. We're entering the t-shirt game. If you followed me and Nick on Twitter and on Instagram, you saw it. It's a horse. I drew it with my heart and I supervised. <laughs> <laughs> and I helped. Yeah. Um yeah, we're going to make our first T-shirt. I'm pretty stoked on it. I think it's going to look cool, dude. I'm super stoked. And uh, uh, we're gonna, it's gonna, we're pretty sure we're gonna basically make it available for pre-order because we don't want to be wasteful and print a bunch of shirts that no one yeah. wants. So we're probably, in, I'd say in the next month, mm-hmm. we're going to have a pre-order opportunity. We'll talk about it a lot, clearly. Yes. And you can order the shirt. We're not exactly sure how much it costs. It'll be as cheap as we can possibly. $500. <laughs> cheap as we can possibly <laughs> make it. And, you know, it's, uh, the design is mellow. It doesn't say our name all huge. It's yeah. just a drawing of a young horse. Yeah. On the top right in small letters, it says occasionally awesome. It says, occasionally awesome. It's, it's subtle.
0: It's mostly a, you're going to be wearing a really cool-looking shirt. Yeah. And when people get up close, or people who already know the podcast will be able to identify it from far away, which is always a cool thing to be able to do. That's good. Um, And when you get up close, someone will be like, oh, what is that? And then you can tell them about the awesome podcast.
1: And you can wear it and send us pictures of you guys wearing yeah. it, especially if you're girls. Yes. and uh, That's the
0: one thing we are kind of asking if if you guys buy the shirt is to please yeah. take a picture of you wearing it. Yeah. So, and then, you know, put it on Instagram and Twitter and we'll
1: repost it. Cause yep. it, it'll be a cool way to help us like promote the shirt. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, if, if that shirt goes well, uh, I'm sure Nick will force me to draw more. <laughs> and I will draw. We yeah. can start. I mean, the, the honestly, what I would like to do with our shirts <laughs> is make them more just like about weird interesting imagery as opposed to because that's what i think people seem to respond to about our show is they like that we talk about lots of different things yeah we get specific so i'd like the shirts just to be a place to put stuff that you don't normally see on a shirt or that the kind of thing you wouldn't see on like a comedian's merch or a podcast image just like make it because i think our listeners are pretty eclectic people yeah just in the responses we get to stuff i think they're into weird shit and you know so i i want to be able to hopefully yeah. if we can make stuff for those people to get weird with
0: so either way you win cuz if you put
1: one been, on in fucking it i know i absolutely <laughs> do that that's mo- mainly what it's there for
0: <laughs> so either way you win you're going to get a podcast t-shirt so you can rep the show and yeah. you're going to get a shirt with a fucking cool design on it mm-hmm. you know it won't be something you'll just walk into an urban outfitters and find um <laughs> Seriously, yeah, with yeah, just like some regular bland bullshit, yeah, thing, yeah, um, yeah. So it'll be like, it it'll be a fairly limited run. I mean, we'll do yeah, the no, pre-orders. I don't
1: want to, That's the thing. We're not, I don't want to make a ton,
0: so I it won't be a shirt that will be available for sale for a year. It'll no. be like we'll do it for a little while, yeah, and it will sell, yeah, and then it will end. That's it. And then there'll be another one at some point. So. Yeah. It, we don't know how long the timeline is, but it's not going to be like, oh, I'll get one for Christmas because yeah, it won't no. be available by Christmas.
1: No, I'm not trying. I I want things to, uh, as I hate success, so I yeah. <laughs> I want the, You know, I want it to be small and uh, small runs of things, yeah. and then once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, I mean maybe we do it in a different color, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. So t yeah, We're
0: we're excited, and it's it is because people that I keep meeting or people keep emailing me. When is there going to be a shirt? So it's your guys, you're responsible for this announcement, yeah, pretty much. For true. being like, when are you guys going to do a shirt? <laughs> it's true. Um, exactly. So there it is. You're going to have a, a shirt. Now, if you haven't seen, if you're listening to us and you're like, what are you talking about? Go to either one of our Twitters or Instagrams and there's a picture of, of it. Uh, like it if you're interested in buying it. Or more importantly, uh, comment and say you are interested just to give us an idea of yeah. how many people are going to want one. So. Uh, We hope that you do, and we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We love you. We'll see you next week.